This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Hey guys, today's episode is a clubhouse chat that I did with Michelle Salentano. Michelle is an absolute master of family photography, and we spent some time just chatting about how you can increase your clientele with different marketing techniques, and Michelle gives so many great ideas for ways to get the word out about yourself, and we also talk a lot about what it takes to be the photographer that people want to hire to photograph their family. I always love a good chat with Michelle, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so... I mean, I know it's not the same in all of the countries and all of the states, but here it's starting to thaw out a little bit, which means spring is starting to sprung. No, spring is springing, (laughs) hopefully soon, which means a lot of family sessions are going to be booked. And so, or at least people are going to be looking for family sessions now that it's warming up a little bit. And I know in other parts of the country, it's a little bit different, but we figured this might just be a good time to talk about family photography and just how to market to those families in order to get these annual family shoots booked. And who better to have on to talk about that than Michelle Salentano? She is just like the queen of family photos when it comes to posing and marketing and just the whole nine. So that's going to be our topic today. And you guys are welcome to ask any questions to Michelle, but we'll just kind of start from there. I'm yeah, always happy to talk about families. You know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I used to do family photos when I first started out. And that was when I was doing shoot, shoot and burn. And I just, I don't feel like I was super successful at it, especially financially. And then once I got into this business model that I've learned on Super Ice Education, I realized like, okay, I really can apply this sort of glamour genre that I was doing in studio to family photos. So I started adding like if a, if a woman was coming in either to get personal branding photos or just to get photos of herself, I'd say, why don't you tack on your family, you know, bring on your family at the end and we'll do some photos at the end. And I would usually do that outside. And it was just such a great way for me to sell more photos and just you know, make them really happy and then just not have to do a full blown family session. Cause I feel like I want to like take a nap and curl into a ball afterwards because I'm so exhausted. (laughs) So that's really the only way I've ever truly marketed to families. Michelle, I know you have so many different ways that you have marketed to families and you are such a little ball of energy that you don't seem to mind all the energy that is expended 
<laughs> when it comes to shooting families. So give us some, some ideas of how you market to, to find these bookings. Uh, well, there's a few different ways. First, you know, the best people to market to are your already existing clients. Um, and whether that's um, clients who came in for a headshot or senior portraits or um, anything else that you do in your studio, almost everyone has a family. Most women, most women have children, um, even older women, you know, starting to have grandchildren. And those are great people to market to as well because they have lots of disposable income. Um, but one of the main things I do is uh, I get involved with the schools in my area. Schools are always looking to fundraise and schools have lots of young kids in them. So I will um, help raise money for the schools by uh, donating sessions that people will usually, uh, you know, bid in silent auction types of things and showing up at the event when they are in person, which I know they're going to be again soon. But actually showing up to the event, having a small display there, um, chatting with, you know, all of the people there, people who attend fundraisers generally have disposable income to give away. So, well, to spend. And so I always find that's a really good place to start, um, especially if you have school age kids get involved with their, you know, that particular school. Um, another thing that I love to do is, um, and I talk about this all the time because it's been such a successful thing for me, is um, I'm a theater kid at heart. I grew up in New York City. I was raised on Broadway. Basically, it was my dream to be on Broadway. Obviously, that didn't happen. I'm still working towards that goal. It's still there, maybe in the back of my mind. I'm kidding. But, Ooh, um, you're never too old. I totally I feel like you'd be so <laughs> good on Broadway. I'm going to be 51 <laughs> this year. <laughs> There's but not still, a lot of Broadway the- shows that need 51-year-olds, right? Anyway. I know, but you, yes, you never know. Absolutely. You've been years in you, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. So I got very involved in my local community theater and how that happened was the owner of the theater who, you know, is a, a, a voice coach. And I mean, she's just so accomplished in the theater world. She started a, a community theater here and it's mostly for youth. So from age six and up, and sometimes they do, um, you know, 18 and over shows, but I started photographing her family. She came to me as a client And every year we would talk about the shows that she was doing and I'd go see them. And I would say to her, um, you know, Jackie, please, I would love to shoot for the theater. And she's like, no, 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 no. You know, we have parents who volunteer for that and you're too good for that. Right. Like you're too good for my theater. And so finally, I think after maybe the fifth year in a row that I photographed her family, I threw down an ultimatum. (laughs) And I was like, Jackie, if you don't let me shoot for the theater, I'm never photographing your family again. And she was like, oh, my God, you're serious. She's like, you really want to do that? And I was like, you have no idea how much joy it will bring me because I love to be around that environment. So I photograph all of the headshots for the cast members. I photograph all of the promos in my studio. And then I photograph all the live performances. Everything for these particular uh, sessions or uh, photo shoots is available online for parents to purchase. This works totally different than my portrait business. but And then I give 30% of all sales back to the theater. So I'm helping to, um, you know, helping to finance the theater and I'm getting in front of lots of families with children between the age of six and 18, which is my favorite ages to photograph. Don't send me the two-year-olds. They're not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and I have an ad in the playbill. Uh, the theater helps promote me and the theater also does fundraisers every year. And so I, again, donate to that. And when those clients purchase for me online, I'm able to capture their email addresses and I can then market to them and say, hi, you know, this is Michelle, the official photographer for the MTA. Um, you know, we also do portrait work if you're interested in, you know, you know, signing up for our newsletter and specials and all that kind of stuff, you know, please let me know. And so I'm able to create leads through there and it's through something I really love. Now, most of these parents prior to COVID would also bring their children to the studio for their headshots where now they're walking in, they're seeing my work, we're making sure they're taking home something with our information and literature and, you know, information about our family portraits. So that has been tremendous for me. And the truth is that I actually just really, really love it. Like it's, if it's a theater, like if it's a show day, I'm like, oh, today's Annie or Aladdin or whatever they're doing. And it just makes me happy. So I always say get involved in things that really bring you joy. Donate some of your time. So, I mean, basically my time is donated to the theater. Um, the price on the prints are very affordable for parents to buy um, either the headshots or prints from the show. But they they realize when they come to me that the portrait side of my business is very different. So that's a really, really good way to go when you can, you know, really tap, like tap into something in your area that you're passionate about. And mm -hmm. I really feel like when you get involved with kind of philanthropic endeavors, people who are involved with that kind of stuff are generally people who are very philanthropic because they can afford to be, which means they generally have extra disposable income, which is the, the client I'm looking for. Um, so that's probably been my most major way. And then when you get those high school seniors in, that is the most amazing time to say to mom before your, you know, your teenager goes off to college. Now's the perfect time to do a family portrait. And we schedule that on another day and, so it just, it all leads into itself. Um, it's also, I'm not high volume. So I look to do maybe 50, 60 family portraits a year. Um, and again, in times of non-COVID, I do travel a lot for speaking engagements. So I can't, you know, I can't do 100, 200 sessions a year. But I say, get involved. Don't sit behind your computer. Go do things that bring you joy that you mm -hmm. can get your face out in front of the community. Yeah, you just, there's so many things I kind of want to break down that you've done because it's like within your marketing plan, you have more marketing plans. It's like, okay, maybe theater isn't your thing. Maybe it is a sport. Maybe it mm -hmm. is cooking classes. Like whatever that is to you that brings you joy. I, I cannot stress that enough, what you said, how important that is to get involved with something, to get you in front of people so that they see you at your best when you're passionate and having fun and excited. And then it's like you have the opportunity to pounce. And I hate to use the word pounce, but truly, like it's giving out gift vouchers. It's adding them to your email list. Like it sounds like you're doing all of these things. Like the email list is such a powerful, powerful marketing tool. And through that, you might not be making the big bucks on the, you know, the prints or the theater work that you're doing, but ultimately that is what is getting you the clients that are going to bring you the big bucks. So there's so much in there that I really love that you do. Yeah. The, the photographing for the theater is not income generating, it's lead generating and it's 
doing something for the theater and feeding my, you know, my love of theater. <laughs> That's what it does. So there's a little selfishness on my part. Um, but yeah, and it, you know, it's, it, people are like, oh, how do I get clients? How do I get clients? Get involved in things that you love to do because, Instead of like, you know, saying, well, that's when you pounce. I think that's when you shine. You know, like what you said, people see you at your best, loving what you're doing, having a good time. And I get to know these kids. And that's the other amazing thing is that, you know, when they do come in for a family portrait, these kids know me. I was at, oh my gosh, it's so funny. I was at a bridal shower um, for a family member and there was a mom there and she came over to me and she's like, my daughter knows you. And I was like, really? I'm like, where do you know me from? And she's like, MTA, you took my headshot. And I didn't recognize her at first because there was a lot of people there. And the mom was like, oh my God, she just loved you. She said you were so nice. And, you know, and now I'm talking to a new mom whose daughter recognized me because, you know, I did her headshot. So there's so many ways to, to get involved and to put yourself into your community authentically without thinking like, you know, how am I going to get business? How am I going to get business? You know, how can I serve? I think when you can serve your community and you give of yourself, then you are rewarded with people coming to you because they genuinely like you and they see you out there doing things that you love. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let's be real. I know personally having two young kids, the person who I want to photograph my family is hopefully, you know, going to be good with kids. You know, like Kate Douglas, she's actually in this group right now. She did our family photos last year. She knows my kids. She's one of our neighbors. I knew she was going to be good with them. And I'm like stressing the whole time. But she managed to, you know, interact with the kids in the way in a way that got the general expression. And you are showing people ahead of time by being involved with kids in a different scenario that, listen, I, you know, I'm going to be good with your kids. You know that I'm going to make this easy on you because it's, it's stressful for us having our kids photographed. So if you can show people in a way that, yes, I'm going to be good with your kids. I feel like that just, you really have one leg up already. I agree. And it really is one of the most stressful things a mom can do is gather up her family, get everyone dressed, hope everyone's in a good mood, hope her husband's not going to be a jackass Hope her hair looks good. Hope she doesn't look fat. Hope, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, there's so much that goes into a mother's brain before she even walks in your door. And I mean, that's sometimes the struggle is getting mom to come in, right? Because mom is like, oh, I know I, I, I really, I want to wait to do a family portrait. I want to wait till I lose some weight or my kids get a little bit older because they're unruly right now or, you know, whatever, whatever the objection is, um, you know, meeting them through the community, you have an opportunity to talk to them. Because, because they're not like coming in and you're not having to sell yourself. Like they're right. not calling you to find out like, Oh, you know, how, how does this work? What are your prices? Like they're already getting to know you. And we know that the basis of building our businesses are, is all relationship building. And if you can start to build the relationships before they even call you for that portrait, then you're already ahead of the game. So it, it really is getting out there and building relationships in your community or wherever, if you want to be in, you know, an international travel vacation photographer, you know, building the relationships with the people who are going to get you to that, whatever it is. And that, you know, is identifying that for yourself. But 
you know, so many, and and this year it was just awful, but even in the past, so many photographers are just sitting behind their computer, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, putting stuff out on social media, hoping that that's going to work. And, and that, I believe social media is so great for reminding your existing clients and the friends and family of your existing clients that you're there and that, you know, you are available. For me, I don't find it necessarily the best way to gain new clients because the relationship hasn't been formed yet. So it's harder to get someone to come and spend money with you when there isn't already an existing relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, Michelle, you mentioned something about objections. And I'm wondering if it kind of varies from person to person to how you respond, or if you just kind of have this same response. Like if mom says, nope, I need to lose 20 pounds, or you know, nope, I just don't want to be in the photos. Like, do you have a specific response that you give when you get those, those sort of objections? I do. And I'm very forthcoming about it. I'm very honest about it. Um, I don't pull any punches. And I, I say to women all the time, you know, when they like, oh, I want to wait till I lose some weight or, you know, can you Photoshop my face? Or, can you do this? And you know, I always say to them, well, yes, I can do all of those things, right? Like the number one things mom says, can you take off 10 pounds in 10 years? And I'm like in camera without a problem, right? Like I've got you, right? And Sue says that all the time. I've got you. Like, totally. And I say mm-hmm. to people all the time, you know, because the number one thing is, oh, I don't like the way I look in photographs. I'm not photogenic. And I, and I say to them, when was the last time you were photographed professionally and it wasn't on a phone camera? Because your phone camera is great for, you know, when you're out and you're just grabbing little snapshots, but it's awful for your face. It is not a proper portrait lens. It's going to distort your features. It's, it's not meant for portraits. So 99% of people hate the way they look in photographs because they're so used to being photographed on, a, you know, a crappy phone. And I say crappy not because there's not enough pixels, but because the camera is not proper. Like the lens mm-hmm. is not proper. And so, and I, and then I say, really, when was the last time you looked at a photograph of someone you really loved and thought to yourself, oh my God, they should have waited till they lost some weight because they just looked bad. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever said that about someone you love? And Never. And they just look at me and I'm like, especially if they're not here anymore. And then they look at me and I say, your kids don't care. We are we are our own worst critics. We're wrapped up in our own way. But could you ever imagine saying something like that about your mother or your grandmother and, and looking at a portrait of them and, and saying like, oh, yeah, that oh, you should have waited. That's just God awful. You would never say that. I'm like, your children love you. And someday they're going to be looking af- looking for photographs of you. What What will they find? And, you know, it doesn't matter what. I mean, it matters to you what you look like, but I promise you, I am an expert in posing people. This is what I do. I teach it internationally. I know how to make everybody look amazing. I know how to, you know, work around the things about yourself you might not love. You know, I know how to thin out your hips. I know how to make you look longer and leaner. I know how to, you know, um, I know how to move your face in a way that will slenderize your, your face. And yes, we have, you know, professional retouching because digital cameras are so friggin' sharp that if I look at a picture of myself digitally, I see wrinkles I don't have yet. So if part of your problem is digital photography, because, you know, 30,000 gazillion million megapixels does no one any favors. 
<laughs> oh, it's so true. It's so true. And everything that you said, it's like, yes, we wish that all of us loved our bodies and exactly how they look in, you know, in photos at all times. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? But we know that sometimes people want some help and it's okay to let people, I'll say to my clients, listen, when I retouch, I am not trying to like, I don't want people to look at the photo and think like, oh, she was Photoshopped. Like we want it to look natural. We want you to look your best. We don't want someone to look at the photo, you know, and think you were Photoshopped. But at the same time, exactly everything that you said, people want photographs of you. It is so important for so many reasons. And I'm so glad that you have those, you know, that you have answers to those objectives. And also, when you were saying that you teach posing internationally, you know, for people out there who are still learning posing or, or maybe you really are good at posing, I think it's important to let people know that because people do not know what to do when they get in front of the camera. It's so awkward. I don't even know what to do sometimes when I'm in front of the camera and I'm so good at posing, but I can't see myself. So I need someone to tell me what looks good and what doesn't. But if you can just learn how to make different body types look great, which is why Sue does all of the different posing videos with, you know, couples who, if one person is taller than the other, uh, posing for curves, posing for different body shapes, how to make someone who's very thin, not look bobbleheaded. Like if you can learn those things, anytime someone walks into your studio or outside comes in front of your camera, you are confident they're going to trust you and it is going to bring you so much more work. So it's, it's, it, gosh, if there's one thing I say that can, you can absolutely do to make you more confident and your clients more confident is that posing for sure. So, and you don't have to be like an international teacher like you are in order to get posing down. So I don't want people out there to think that that's, you know, what it has to take. It just takes practice. It does take practice. And it also takes practice working with everyday moms and um, I think this is so important, too, because so many times we we study posing with people who are using phenomenal models. And you know what? That's crap. Right. Because <laughs> I don't work with models every day. I work with pear shaped women and round women and women who are in menopause and have discovered that menopause totally gives you menopause belly. And I know it because I'm living it. I never had a belly in my life until I hit menopause. And now I'm like, what happened to my waist? So <laughs> like, you, you yeah, know, knowing yeah, these things about women mm-hmm. and being able to identify them. And I mean, I think, you know, that's an advantage for me. My daughter is 20. I am in menopause. I am of that age. I can really identify with these women and, you know, I, I can hit all of those objections right out of the gate. And I really recommend studying with, you know, family portrait photographers, and there's so many out there who work with everyday real women and real families so that you can learn to identify body types, body shapes, body sizes. So you can learn how to photograph any woman of any size and shape. Um, You know, models are so easy to work with. They're long, they're lean, they move, they, you know, most of them have been trained to pose Mm -hmm. and lift a leg and pull a shoulder forward and push a hip back. And, you know, when I tell moms, you know, lift up your tailbone, push those hips back. She looks at me like I'm on crack and I'm like, (laughs) trust me, you know, and then I show her with my own body. I will stand in front of her and say, watch my hips and my thighs and watch what happens when I stand straight to the camera, which is you. And then watch what happens when I lift my tailbone, which feels really, really uncomfortable. And she looks and she goes, oh, oh my. So I will show women how I can naturally 
not make them like look so much thinner, but really like pull some of the things they don't like about themselves and, and hide it a little bit so that they appear leaner and thinner. And it, and sometimes, and I say this to people all the time, um, you know, people who carry weight in their midsection tend to lean back to, um, balance that weight. And when you do that and you take a picture and you're not used to leaning forward, you automatically look bigger than you actually are because the belly is closer to the camera than the face is. And so anybody who carries, you know, middle body weight, you know, needs to learn how to like just lean forward a little bit and lift up from that tailbone and push the hips back a little bit. If I could just walk around like that all the time and not look like a freak, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you teach, you teach a lot of this in your family posing course, right? On the portrait masters store. I do. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to mention that really quick because I know we're, you know, te- technically we're talking about marketing. I mean, although we yeah. can talk about pricing, we can talk about anything that people want to ask you, but I just wanted to let people know if they want to learn more about family posing, Michelle has an awesome course. Like you put people together like a freaking puzzle with like 20 people. You know, when you get that dreaded inquiry that's like, hi, we have 18 people, then I'm just like, but I, I know that I'm, I'm good because I can just quick watch some of your video and know what to do. So anyways, I just wanted to put that out there. But, but isn't that what part you- of marketing? Like, let's like, let's just really dig into it, right? Because that mom comes up to you at Starbucks and says, oh, Michelle, I love your work. You're wonderful. Like, you know, and they know they're going to spend money. So a, a lot of times when people, you know, have that perception that it's going to be expensive, um, they, they're like, well, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I want to wait because of this, or I definitely try to use it as a motivator, but isn't it truly in a way marketing when you spend five minutes at that Starbucks with a mom explaining why she doesn't need to wait? Like it's selling and it's marketing at the same time because I'm selling her on my expertise, but in a way I'm marketing to her saying, you don't, you don't need to wait. Like there's no need for that. Like I am, uh, you know, selling and marketing are overcoming objections and we need to be able to do that really confidently so that when she looks at me, all of a sudden she goes from wanting to wait to going from, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to call you. And then I say to her, well, why don't you give me your number and I'll call you because, you know, five minutes after she walks out of the Starbucks with her latte and she's picking her kids up from school, she's already forgotten. So I will usually then just reach out and say, you know, would you want me to call you? And I look at my calendar and we can see when we can set up a consultation. So it's just, it's not being afraid to be honest with people and then ask for their information so that you can get in touch with them. That's marketing. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great point because the last thing you want to do is give someone who's so busy with the kids, like you said, going to pick whatever, a million things on their to-do list to add one more thing to their to-do list that they're going to forget to do or not do or wish they had done. So if you can take charge there and make it so easy on them by contacting them, setting it up now, it's so powerful. So much better. Or even just saying, why don't you just come into the studio for a consultation? We can go through some sessions. I can show you what we can do you know, and we can take it from there. Like, don't wait. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And, you know, if this last year didn't teach us that, I don't know what, what will, right. You just never know when everything turns upside down and, and you you know, you you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know that there are a lot of directions we could head with this conversation right now. We could talk about referrals. We could talk about pricing. But I want to see if there are any questions for you yet before we move on and talk about some of these other topics. Ella, are there any questions yet? I think it's a great time to just open up the floor to anyone who has a question. Any questions out there? Any questions for Michelle or Nikki? Um, anything, any questions having to do with marketing for families or other questions? We're here for you. Come on up. We'd love yeah, to hear for sure. questions. And while we're waiting for people to come up with questions, do you have a referral program for your clients or like if they come back again, do they get any th- sort of like special bonus or how, how do you keep those clients coming back? I guess. Yeah. So I actually uh, created a friends and family plan and it's sort of like a frequent flyer thing. I did it for a couple of reasons. One, for repeat clients. And two, for the people in your life who are suddenly your friends when you're a photographer, right? So, and this happened a lot when my daughter was in school, um, you know, parents on the, you know, of team members and stuff like that. And they're like, oh yeah, um, I would love to come in and have portraits done. And, you know, like, and they consider themselves my friend. And so they kind they kind of expect something. And yes, so I, have, I know exactly what you mean, Michelle. Yeah, it's so awkward. <laughs> it, it is because you spend like all this time together at games and you're talking and, you know, if there's end of the year sports parties, you're at parties together. So they kind of feel like you're a school friend mom. And um, and we do have the issue of, you know, everyone thinking everyone is a photographer. Photographer, and so they're like, "Oh yeah, it's no big deal to do a couple of shots, right?" Like that whole. Don't even get me started on that. But so oh, what I did do, yeah, yeah <laughs> what I did do was I created a friends and family program, and um, there's three tiers: like silver, gold, platinum. And silver is um, when you have either been to me three times or a combination of being a client three times or referring people to me. So number three, you've been to me once referred two people to me, been to me once referred two people. However, that worked out. I don't know if I said all that right. And I like, then, I like having that specific number because it gives them a target goal. I love yeah. that. And then, um, so your session fee drops by like a hundred dollars. Um, once you hit that three mark and then you'll receive 10% off any, um, prints or product after that. And then the next level is the gold level. And I set that at either five or six. So you've been to me five times, or you've been to me twice and referred three clients or whatever the combination is. And I put that down in my CRM software that I use so I can keep track of it. And, um, then they receive like 150 off their session fee and like 15% off of any, uh, purchase products. And then the third level uh, was eight or more. So if you've been to me eight or more times or in combination referred people to me, then it's um, 200 off your session fee and 20% off all uh, prints and products. Now you have to be really careful that you're priced appropriately for that, that you can afford to do that. But I also know that um, if the client has been to me, you know, six or seven times, I know they're going to spend money and they already know what the prices are. So that's not an issue. If they're referring someone, they also know approximately what the prices are because people say, oh, I went to Michelle Santana and I got this beautiful wall portrait in this image box. And, you know, I spent whatever X amount of dollars. And so usually those people are already pre-qualified. Now, when it comes to like friends, I can put different 
levels of friends in different levels of my friends and family <laughs> program, right? <laughs> so, right. If it's like a school acquaintance mom where, you know, we've spent time together, you know, whatever, I might say, you know what, if you decide to come to me, I'll put you at my silver level and you're already like considered a friend and family kind of thing. Um, if it's like a really good friend, well, not a really good friend because I have friends that I will take care of no matter what they like people who I would donate my blood to when they come to me, I just, I give them what I want to give them. And that's the end of that because I, you know, certain people in your life, you just can't take money from. So exactly. Yeah. So, um, but you know, if it's somebody that, um, or like a business I might want to work with, then they may get on the platinum friends and family plan. So what it does is it gives you a guideline. It, it puts it all out there. So you don't have to go, well, what should I do for this person? Because, you know, I like this person and, you know, we're on the same cycling group and we go to spin together, but she's not really a friend, but I, I want to make her feel special. You already have all those practices and policies put into place. So you don't have to stress about it. You can just decide they're going to be a silver, a gold or a platinum you know, friends and family client, and it does make them feel special and you don't have to stress about it, have it printed out. And when they come to your studio, show it to them. I mean, that's what airlines do, right? I mean, big companies have, you know, and even luxury car companies as a repeat luxury car uh, client, when you walk in, you know, there's usually some kind of really good savings on your new car because you're already an existing client. So, you know, companies do it because they know it works and it's a system that's already set up so you don't have to stress about it. I get more people saying, I don't know what to do for my friends and family. I'm like, create a plan. Yeah, exactly. You know what I do when you said there are certain people that you just cannot take money from? Some of my close friends, what they've done is they've kind of started this. We'll do some sort of trade. They'll be like, I know it's a lot of work and I don't know if I've told them that or if they just gathered that from how I'm always working but either way sometimes I have some friends who will cook me meals like I'm going to cook you seven days of dinner if you do my family photos or you know I have a friend who's a massage therapist and she'll trade me for massage so I like right. you said as long as you're prepared with it it's so great and I feel like the best client is a return client because you don't have to go through the sales you know the pricing conversation again I mean oh wait okay hang on actually Keely why don't we have you ask your question. Um, I just got to make sure my little dude's okay over here. So Keely, why don't you go ahead and ask your question and then we'll, we'll continue. Hi, I'm no Keely. I am a family photographer in Virginia. Um, my question has to do with Michelle um, talking about moving people from your um, sort of like philanthropic theater work and into portrait clients and just where the pricing and maybe the products are different. I'd love to hear more about that because I do have <clears throat> excuse me, contacts and things I've done for like local community groups. And I, I do feel a little bit, um, like some question marks on how to clarify that for people, like how those are different and setting expectations. I was wondering if you could talk about that. Yeah, definitely. So if I get a family that comes from theater, um, they're used to seeing their images. Well, they're used to seeing theater images on uh, shoe proof and they can order and I mean, one of the reasons why I did that is because I do not want to deal with um, prints from a two hour long <laughs> theater production and go find prints and make them for people. So that it was really to simplify my life. Um, but when they come in, 
I go through my entire process from start to finish like I would any other client. And they, I think, already understand that because um, they'll get when the event goes live, they will get an email from me saying, you know, uh, that we do this for the theater. We give back 30 percent. Um, and then when they come to see me, I show them all of my regular pricing. I say that's something completely separate I do for the theater. I love working with them. I love helping give back to the theater. But my portrait work is completely different. And they, they for the most part, understand that. Now, for sure, some people will call and we'll talk on the phone and, you know, we'll go through a range of prices. And some people will say, wow, that's really outside my budget. And I, and, and that's okay. And I'll, I'll say, uh, it's no problem. I totally understand if if in the future your budget changes and you'd love to come and see me, I would love to chat with you. And, and that's totally okay. I don't expect to get 100% of those families. Really, I would love 10% of those families. And that's enough. And I think as long as you know that going in, and then remember that those families, that 10% that comes is then going to have a great experience. And then they may be talking to, to, to their other friends about you and referring people to you. So I think um, for me, most people really understand. And I think the studio ha does kind of sell itself as well when they come in, even when they come with their children for, you know, that headshot. It, I mean, their kids are in and out in three minutes for those headshots because we usually have quite a lot of kids and they usually have to go to rehearsal right after me. And so we have to be really quick about it. But while they're there waiting for their turn, they're seeing beautiful wall portraits. The you know albums are out. The image boxes are out. Our information is out. People can take and read the booklet I have out there. So everything that's presented to them when they walk into the studio already looks like you would definitely be spending some money if you came in for your family portrait. So I think that's part of the equation as well. Um, I hope that helped answer your question. Keely, if you have a follow-up question, that's totally fine. But just on the topic of this, when those people come in, have you now or did you ever or sorry, do you now or did you ever give out any sort of gift voucher? Like, oh, if you come back, you get, you know, a gift from me or something like that. Um, I haven't. But what I do is um, each of the each of the shows has uh, a, a gift basket, uh, like a raffle. And so they'll do a raffle for each show and then they'll do a separate one for me. So because all of those people have been to see me, they've all had their kids' headshots done. And so Jackie or whoever is the um, the show coordinator before the show starts will get up and, you know, because it's another way to fundraise for the theater. Um, they'll get up and say, you know, our amazing Michelle Salantano, who has, you know, been photographing for the theater, has generously donated. And, you know, it depends. Um, it's usually, I usually do a $500 gift certificate. Um, and when I think people hear a $500 gift certificate that already denotes that it's going to be more than that. Right. So like when you see something like, you know, beautiful furniture goes on sale and it's like save a thousand dollars, well, you know, it's going to be several thousand dollars in order right. to save a thousand dollars, you know, like <laughs> you're not yeah, going to walk in sure. there That's a good point. and get a $1,500 couch for $500. So um, and then again, there's information in the playbill 
Um, depending on the size of the show and the run, I'll also do a card that's in the playbill. And when we get close to the holidays and they're doing shows late in the summer, um, I'll do for all MTA families. If you book your holiday session by a certain date, you'll save a hundred dollars on your session fee. So we will do certain things that are just directed at the theater. Um, and that, that seems to work really well too, but I don't want to do it all the time because, uh, then I think it gets, um, watered down and not really valuable. So I actually like it better that you can purchase a raffle ticket and your money goes to support the theater. And at that point, people who are really interested in coming to me want to spend the money so that they can get it. So I don't want to just give them out to everyone um, because not everyone's going to be my client. But once they've been into the studio, now they're at the theater, right? They've already seen their kids' headshots. And so now if they're interested, now they have an opportunity to donate to the theater and get a $500 gift card to the studio. Awesome. I was going to ask about pricing. I know you said that your pricing is different. Obviously, you know, the, the theater headshots thing is not a moneymaker, but how do you structure? Do you have packages? And I know we have talked kind of full blown about all of this in your, your own portrait system episode, but just for the purpose of this, can you just give a brief overview of your pricing? My regular studio pricing. Yeah, for sure. So, and I actually just updated it this year with all that extra time we had. I did do quite a few updates and um, on my website. Now I listed a range at one point I had everything on my website and I, it was too much information. No one's reading all of that and no one understands what that means until they come in and talk to you about it. So um, my in-studio session fee for families is $2.95. If they want to go out on location, it's $3.95. And then everything after that is a la carte. So I offer um, the image boxes, uh, which I absolutely love for families. And we offer them in 10, 15, 20, 25, and 30 quantities. So this way people have like a good range to pick from. 99% of the time, it's usually a 30 box um, just because uh, by nature, family portraits with multiple children lend themselves to more images than say just one person. So, and then wall portraits start at 295 for a basic print and that would be like an 11 by 14 and then we go all the way up to like 3500 for um more like wall art type of like canvas or metal prints or acrylic and so we have a whole range in between but i think one of the most interesting things that i do with my pricing is i don't list every single price on the price list because that gets very confusing for clients as well and really clients we we're photographers we speak photography clients don't they, they like sometimes don't even know the difference between a five by seven and eight by ten so I've labeled um, and constructed a price list where uh, portraits fall into like a small, medium, actually they started petite, small, um, and then I called it like standard size. And so I've given these ranges a different name. And within that, there's a bunch of different sizes that will work within that. So when I'm sitting with a client and I'm showing them images for their wall, I can easily say to them, you have two petite wall portraits on this wall combined with a standard wall portrait. And so it's much easier to hear that than, well, this is a 24 by 30 with two 11 by 14s and that all these numbers 
the more you can minimize speaking numbers to clients, I think the better it is because it just gets overwhelming. So um, that's how I break down my price list like that. Totally. Yeah, that makes sense. And then as far as digitals, wait, actually, before we talk about digitals, you brought up a really good point about photography speak. (laughs) It's it's like, I'll see people say like, (laughs) oh, and you'll get this like archival fine art, you know, reveal box. It's like, people have no idea what that means. It's so important to be very specific and either have photos or have that sample or just something ready so people know what you're talking about. I, I, I can't specify that enough. And then as well as, like you said, a confused mind says no. So if you've got too many options out there, like you're in trouble. But I, I'm curious about digital. So if someone buys a wall portrait from you, do you include the digital? Um, I include... Um, personal sized digital files. Um, and, and for me, I have found most people, I have never had someone ask and say, can I have the high res because I want to make prints. Um, most people from my experience really just want images that they can have on their phone, on their tablet and post on social media. Maybe they have a digital frame at home. So when people ask me that question, I say, absolutely. I include a personal size digital file, small digital file that is perfect for your phone, your tablet, your social media. But I do all of my own printing because printing is a very, very specific, um, it it can go wrong very fast. The corner drugstore is not the place to have professional portraits printed. And I don't want anything sitting in your home that I have not printed myself and that do not meet my standards because I would really hate for you to have to have spent all of this money and then go and get a print that is green, red, orange on crappy paper that's not going to last. So I'm very particular about the final product that I produce. And so I do all of my own printing, but I totally understand that you want to be able to share these images. And so that's why I offer um, personal size files. Yeah, that's awesome. I do that too. I give out the digitals with every photo purchased. I mean, to me, it's free marketing. If someone's going to post on social media and tag me in it and say, or even if they don't tag me and someone eventually, it always happens for the clients who don't tag me. Someone always says, who's your photographer? And then they'll be like, oh, oops, you know, Nikki Klosser and blah, 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 you know, and then she'll tag me or whatever. But it, it truly is. It's free marketing. So I know there is kind of this big thing about whether or not to give digitals, but I personally have no problem doing it. Now, there's a couple of caveats to that, right? So if someone's coming to me specifically for a headshot that is going to be used in marketing materials and that kind of thing, then yes, for that type of session, I do. And then that print is going to, well, that file is a little bit more than, you know, what the smallest print would be. For example, like, you know, if your smallest print is an eight by 10, it's $175 or whatever it is. Then for like a professional digital portrait, you might charge two twenty five per file. And the more they buy, then the more they can save if if it's for that purpose. But if you're coming to me for like a high school senior portrait, a family session, uh, a child session in the studio, that's totally different. But if you're specifically coming for personal branding, headshot, that type of thing, then I do offer that. I also think weddings are a different caveat as well because you know, they may want all of the files from their wedding because they're only putting, 
a hundred in an album, but they really do want the rest. And maybe they will go and have like four by sixes printed or five by sevens that they can keep in a box. So I, I, I do think it's, I think it's um, genre specific and also what you're comfortable with. Um, I know some okay, people wait, though. So, so if someone comes and they buy like a 20 package or a 30 package family photo thing from you and it comes with prints or whatever, you don't give them the digitals from that? Well, I give them the social media size. Okay. That's what I meant. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. just want to make sure for some reason I thought you said you did. Okay. I thought you said yeah, you did but, and then I thought you said you didn't. So I just want to yeah, make sure. No, okay, no. Cool. For that, it's social media size, but for like headshots, then they'll get a high resolution. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I misunderstood. Right. That's exactly, because they yep, need that's to exactly use that for, what I do. Same. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they might need to put, who knows, they may put it on a billboard, you know, a realtor may have a billboard in your town or whatever. Um, so, and you know, and for weddings, I think it's a little bit different as well, because, um, you might not be printing all of them for the client and, but they may want them. So it's a little bit different, but I, for portraits that has worked for me and here's how this, here's why that I did this, because I would say probably about 10 years ago when like, everyone giving digital files was like the thing like digital 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 and finally I said I, I don't know if like if this is what the consumer really wants like maybe I should go in this direction but I was hell-bent on making sure that it would still be profitable for me and so um I sold uh, back back in the day 10 years ago it's so sad to say but like you know a, a cd or a dvd or a jump drive whatever with all of their favorite images. And it was like $2,500. Um, and that same client came back to me a year later for another family portrait for the holidays. And she's like, you know, Michelle, this time I'm just going to have you do the printing because I don't even know where that CD is that you gave me last year. And I never printed anything. And I stood there in complete horror because I thought I took $2,500 from you and you have nothing to show for it nothing. You can't even find those images. And yes. in that moment, I decided never doing that again. Never doing well, that again. Well, and I think that's such a good, uh, a good, like, I don't even want to use the word sales pitch, but it's such a good way. I feel like that's a story you could share with your clients yeah. or anyone could share with their clients. Like I have a photographer friend or whatever, because that is a prime example for busy people who are never going to order those prints on their own. They're just never going to do it. Our to-do list is too long. So if you do it right here with me right now, it's a done deal. It's off your to-do list. You can hang them right on the wall. I'll get, bring them right to your house and it's done. And that's it. It's amazing. Yeah, completely. And I think that's, you know, what we're in the business of serving our clients. And I realized in that moment, I did not serve that client. I took her money and I did not take care of her. And it irked me. And after that day, I never did it again. And that's why I went to the social or personal size files, whatever you choose to call them. I call them like personal size device, you know, social media size files. And it, it just made sense. And, it, you know, I mean, this client came back and said, I'm just going to have you do it this time. Like she understood the value in that as well. Then after having purchased what she thought she wanted. And in my mind, I knew that's what wasn't really what she wanted. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Ella, go ahead. Sure. So I just wanted to do a quick reset. Speaking of social, if you aren't following Michelle or Nikki on Instagram, I recommend clicking on their picture, going to their profile, and making sure that you're following them. 
Also, if you're interested in the Portrait System podcast and you haven't listened to us before, you can go to SuePriceEducation.com slash podcast and get caught up on all of our episodes. We have new episodes every Monday and then bonus episodes on Thursdays. Um, if you're in Superice Education and you have any follow-up questions for Michelle or Nikki, you can always go to the members-only Facebook group and tag them in that group with your questions and we can get that answered for you. Or you can also email me at support at com if you have a more complicated question or maybe you aren't a member of Superice Education and you have a few questions about our educational platform. Now, if anyone has any more questions, we have about 10 minutes remaining of this chat today. So if you have a question, feel free to raise your hand. I'll bring you up onto the stage. You can state your name and then ask your question. And we have Deborah coming up to the stage. Hey, Deborah. Hi, Deborah. I recognize you. Hi, guys. Um, hi, Michelle. You were talking a few minutes ago about uh, social media files uh, and for like um, maybe a person in real estate, you've done their family photo and, and they say, oh, can, you know, can I use one of these for my headshot for my Instagram or uh, business cards, whatever. Um, and, and they'll say, you know, I need a large res file. What size files are you giving them so that they're not printing them? The size of the social media files from the family session? Yeah. You know, I would have to look that up because I have a preset in Capture One that does it for me. But it was a preset in Capture One that was like web size files. So so I kind of just went with that. I mean, I can look at it to see what it is. But I mean, they're, you know, fairly small. They're not 300 DPI. Let me just go look real quick. Um, Even if you tell people that. Then it's in their head. They don't, people, most people don't know. You know right. what I mean? Like, and here's the bottom line. Most people don't print. Like, even if they say they're going to, even the person who spent all that money didn't go and print them. So I have not had a problem with people printing. Like, I just haven't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And again, it, it's education. Like, saying to them, you know, the reason why I don't is because... Now, here's the thing. With the shoot-proof stuff... I know who's printing those images. Um, I use White House custom color on those. So even there, when people purchase from there, I know that the quality of the print they're getting is good. So they're still not printing on their own. Um, So that like helps, you know, when they say, oh, well, you know, we can buy files on, you know, the website for the show. I say, yeah, because that's like an event. That's kind of like what I call event or like corporate photography, that type of thing. It's a completely different animal. But I promise you, if you take these images to the corner drugstore or Costco or even some online printers, they are not going to be as critical as me as far as the color goes. And I'm I'm pretty certain you're not going to want to see your skin tone turn green in your family photos. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's truly education and it, it, it truly is knowing what the possible objections are going to be up front and the questions and being prepared for them. Like we really already all know the most common questions everyone asks. Do you do digital files? Well, really, that's just a, an invitation for a conversation as to what you actually do do. Um, you know, oh, they're social media. Well, can I print them? I don't recommend my clients printing on their own. Here's why. I'm very particular about my art and my craft. I want everything to be perfect. Your skin tones, the background. And when you go to a a subpar 
lab that is not designed for professional photography, you're not going to get quality prints. And that would drive me mental. And people understand that. And I think it's just, it's being, um, it's having a lot of conviction when you talk about your work and sounding like the truest expert that they've ever heard. And when, and when people feel like they're listening to an expert, because they don't really know anything about this field, they, they tend to go, okay, that's, that sounds good to me. Right. Right. Okay. Um, I did have a, a gal come in recently for just her headshot and, uh, most of the images were very, they leaned themselves toward, you know, the professional approach, but then I got somewhere she was a little more relaxed and, and it was more like a, you know, a, a, just a portrait. And she ended up ordering a couple of hundred dollars worth extra of just, you know, some five by sevens you know, to give her family. So, um, you know, that worked out great. Um, there you go. You're doing something right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I don't give out digital files except for the ones they purchase. I will give them one to, to share on social media. And, right. and they do have my uh, watermark on them. Yeah. So. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you for your question. Well, thank you. It's always good to hear you guys. And it's just great reminders. You know, we know all this stuff, but it's just. We do. We, we know we get in a routine and we forget those steps. So thank you. I think, too, we get into a routine and then we also start comparing. And maybe somebody new pops up in your area and somebody new in your area is giving it all away. And then you you get fearful and you're like, oh, my God, this person's going to give it all away. Am, am I going to lose business? And and we can't go down that road. I kind of feel like sometimes we need to be the horse with the blinders on and run our businesses the way we know we need to run our businesses that works with our life, that's profitable for our life and not like keep turning our head to see which horse might be running up, you know, close to us. If you keep your head and your goals focused on what you know you need to do, you're not going to get caught in that trap of comparison. They're doing it this way. So maybe I should do it that way. And, um, you know, it, 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 and it happens because we're all so connected, but do what you know is right for your business and do it with conviction. And I think you'll be fine. Exactly. And, and I, when I think about that, when I, when I go in that direction, I think, you know, the people that are going to those kind of photographers are not my clients anyway. Correct. And, and how so, long is that photographer going to last? Right. Until and I've been figure at it, out. Right. Yeah. I've been at it 30 years and still going. Yep. Yay. And loving every okay. day and learning new things. And Clubhouse has been amazing. Amazing. I know. I've reconnected with so many people I didn't get to see this year. <laughs> and I've met so many new photographers that I've just absolutely been like blown away by. So I'm super super excited about this platform so but um thank you deborah Lindsay, thank you. you have a question hi yeah i did have a question um i uh started listening to the portrait system podcast recently um one of the things that i am wondering is i don't really see myself ever owning a studio space i just feel like for my particular family situation and um, my life, I kind of see myself more on the road. So I was wondering how you guys um, think about some of the tips when you don't have a studio space to like have a client come in for a consultation or to do a presentation and what kind of um, tips you have for people that don't have uh, studios. Oh yeah, I can speak to that. 
Yeah, I, the, go ahead, Nikki. The first, the first $1,800 sale that I did was not in a studio. It was presented at a coffee shop. So you really don't need to have a studio for all of the, anything that we talk about can really be applied to most genres. Weddings can be obviously different, but it doesn't matter if you're outside, if you're in a studio, wherever you are. And frankly, I think you should be paid more for being on location or outside because that shit's harder. You've got weather to deal with, other people to deal with, cars to deal with, like wind. I mean, personally, you can absolutely, I, I think, and we've seen examples of people where you can do it no matter what, with or without the studio. What do you think, Michelle? I totally agree. And um, I worked from home for a few years while Anna was in like uh, grammar and middle school. So I had closed my original studio, decided to work from home. So I did have a space at home I could do sales and consultations with, but not a studio. But I know so many photographers who are uber successful at actually going to their clients' homes. And you can definitely charge more money for this. And the advantages to going to a client's home are enormous. One, you go to their home, you can see where they live, you can see how they live, you can look at their walls and help them uh, decide where they might want to put this wall portrait. You can see the colors and the way their home is decorated, so you can plan around that. If it's a very traditional home, you may do traditional portraits with big gold leafy frames. If it's a modern home, you may opt for something black and white and you know super simple and modern. And then you can always go back to their home for the sale too. And you can bring your laptop and most people, most people uh, have some kind of Apple TV that you can plug your, you know, airdrop, airplay your computer to, or I know a lot of people who will bring a small projector and do a projection right in the client's home. So there's so many ways you can go. And by purchasing some small things, you're saving money on the overhead. And yes, you're spending more time and you're going out on the road, but in the long run, you really are saving a lot of money. If you were to pay $1,500 or $2,000 a month rent, but you went and bought a $2,000 small projector that you can you know, carry with you wherever you go and project right into a client's home, your sales are going to be bigger because they're seeing it in their home. It will be harder to say no. Does that help, Lindsay? <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I think um, I, I, I really appreciate the idea that it is harder because even yesterday I was at a shoot in someone's pantry and it was super dark and I was like, oh God, this is a hard one. So I appreciate that. No. Um, and I definitely haven't done, I think I've been so tempted to like deliver quickly um, to my clients and they tend to like that about me. So I keep doing it, but I do think that I lose some element of like sitting down and going through the photos with them that you guys talk about so much is such a powerful thing. And I, I like the idea of going to their house um, and like doing it side by side on the computer. So I might, I might try that for my next delivery. Yeah, definitely. Try I, remember, I remember feeling like that too about in-person sales. I'm like, Oh, I have to find time to schedule one more thing and so much easier just to send the online gallery. But I'll tell you what, my sales went through the roof, even if I did it on Zoom. Now, granted, you guys are talking about, you know, wall portraits and, and things like that. I, I And when I was doing, focusing more on print work instead of just personal branding, doing it, like you said, in the client's home or in person was showing the box and the, you know, the prints and everything. That was, I'm telling you, my sales went through the roof. And same with personal branding. I may not do it in person. I do it on Zoom. But still, it's the same idea of going through it with them. 
So I highly encourage it. And if you think about how much time you'll save, once you start making so much more money, you won't have to shoot as much. So you end up ma- like saving more time in the end. Oh, for sure. Last, uh, maybe a week or two ago, I had done a, a family session and it's a local family. I've photographed them many times, but her sister was in town and she wanted to be photographed with her sister and her, her daughters with their aunt and so on and so forth. Um, and she went back home. I think they live in Minnesota and the clients came to the studio for the live in-person sales, but I also zoomed it at the same time for the sister. So they were all seeing the images at the same time while one client was actually sitting in person and the sister was on zoom and we placed her order on zoom and then we hung up with her and then I focused the rest on my in-person client. So zoom can be a great way to go. I use pro select. And so when you screen share with pro select, you're, you know, you're showing them exactly the way they would be seeing it if they sat in your studio, you know, if you had a studio. So that, that is a great way to go. And even with that, even if you do it from home and you do a zoom session, have that client send you, pictures of their walls that you can put into the software so that again, you're still showing them what wall portraits will look like on their, their specific walls. That is so cool that you could do that with that software. Um, It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Heidi, if you want to unmute your mic and go ahead. Hello, you sweeties. Hi. Hi. I don't even, I didn't have a question. It was just saying, Hey, you're invited to the stage. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hi, Heidi. It's always nice to see your face. (laughs) Hi. But I was trying to do the um, nine weeks program for a while, but I've been since the portrait masters last year, one house after the other flooded. I'm, um, but the universe is working on, um, on fixing it for me. So I'm an outdoor more photographer. I love the outdoors. I know, you know, everything about camera, whatever. And um, I hardly like have a studio, but a space at home. So then in just before the portrait masters where everything went really weird, like the house flooded, my father died, the house had to be sold. My sister got me to court. I wanted to go to surprise. I got in a plane. This sounds ridiculous. But then uh, I wanted to see Lindbergh. Mr. Lindbergh dies three hours before, you know. uh, That was a a crazy year, no doubt. That was mm, fun. Yeah. So then we were flooded. We were evacuated. We went back, wanted to move in, flooded again. Now we moved into the house that I have from my dad, which is the super surprise. It's flooded again. But the insurance company just gave me an okay to um, renovate everything. It's about 30,000 damage. But guess wow. what? It's going to wow. be my first studio. So oh, I'm getting good. everything new. Oh, wow. I feel, like, I feel like you are so resilient, Heidi. And I know with <laughs> all of this stuff that has happened to you, it sounds like it's been so challenging, but I'm so yeah. excited to see your new studio. So yeah. So, make so sure in my mind, I have all through. flower walls. I have whatever. I have all the things, the beautiful things from Subi. And um, and then we're going to work on the pricing because until now, I've just managed, you know, I feel in Germany, it's when I listen to Americans, the, all that comes to my ear, and I know a lot of people don't think that way. It's just like $1,000 here, $1,000 there. 
I have a million, he has a million. I don't, I don't know. I don't know people like this. <laughs> so it's like me always trying to fix the prices to the pe I don't know how to say it, but to the people's purse. Like, okay, if it's a student, yeah, I'll go this way, you know, a bit down. But I'm now at a, let's say, at a level where I would uh, confidently say, okay, one single photo with me would be 170 or 150, and I won't photograph under that price. And then from there on, have a package. Yeah, that's what I have to say. So I'm sticking with you. I love following you all. Also, Nikki's. Um, Michelle, your course is amazing. What can I say? Thank, Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Just I think that's it, right, Ella? Yeah, this is just about, we were just a little bit over time here. So, again, I'd just like to thank Michelle and Nikki for their time today. And I thank you all for uh, coming to our, our room and listening in. Again, if you have any questions and you're a member of SBE, you can always go into the Members Only Facebook group and tag Michelle and Nikki there. Um, if you're not part of SBE and you have any questions, you can always email me at support at com. And you, please do check out the Portrait System podcast. You can go to com slash podcast. Check us out. We have new episodes every Mondays, and then we have bonus episodes on Thursdays. So thank you again, all, and I hope you all have a great remainder of your day. Thanks again for listening today. And don't forget, you can listen to either me or our special guests every Friday on Clubhouse at 11 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for listening today to the Portrait System podcast. If you like what you heard, we would really love for you to leave us a five-star review either on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And I really, really want to encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com. Over there, you can find all of the education you need to become a successful photographer. It's only $35, and there are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 12-week startup program that I love. And there are posing downloads, lighting downloads. I mean, truly everything to help make you not only a better photographer, but to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.